I was very happy with the readings, how they were going, but I wasn't really sure that that could become a full-time career. So I, I did a little ritual. I'm very, you know, I, I practice a lot of, uh, you know, magic rituals and things like that uh, to see if there was any, actually to ask specifically for a sign. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. Call 866-228-2883 and mention code word HAUNTING LIVE to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. My name is Francesco. I run Tarot of New York in New York City. Um, I've been a professional tarot reader for over 15 years, going on 20. It's the, the, the actual date is a little murky because I've been doing that part-time for a long time before it became full-time so <laughs> the line is a little blurred around that time but you know it's been it's been a while and um yeah so a lot of people want to know that the first question that i actually get all the time is when did i start reading tarot and i i'm pretty sure you have that question as well right <laughs> yeah that's going to be my uh first question for you is basically what led you into tarot and uh, why did you get started in it so it's uh at the very beginning so when i was about 12 i saw a tv show that in italy i was in i'm from italy and there was there was a girl in that show that was reading in tarot and i was like you know as every you know most 12 years old, I got fascinated by it. I liked the girl and I thought that it was cool. So I thought that, yeah, I might try that as well and see what happens. And little did I know that I would be hooked forever. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, little experiences here and there, even from when I was younger, I always had a little bit of like, um, let's call them visitations or, you know, apparitions or things like that, that I, that I would see or experience. So that wasn't that out of ordinary. It wasn't that extreme as a, as a thing to do. So it was like kind of like, yeah, this sounds like fun. Let's see what happens. And uh, so I played with it for, for a while and uh, I didn't really do anything with it until probably six or seven years after that. And, uh, and then it started becoming, I started to see that it actually was a pretty good tools tool to find out things and so i started using it like that and uh, my friends they kind of like caught up on that as well so yeah little by little it became uh, a part-time job <laughs> until it became my full occupation and <laughs> so <laughs> so what kind of things drew you into it what did you find interesting about tarot what did you like about it i like so I am a very visual person, so everything that I think comes through images in my mind and, uh, and also when I speak. And so tarot is a, is a very visual tool. So to me, every time I look at a spread, every time I look at the cards, they tell me a story that is very clear. It's almost like watching Netflix for me. <laughs> you know. So I just need to repeat whatever I see on the screen. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's fascinating. I, I really like this about that. 
did you have to develop a way of doing that when you first learned how to do tarot and back before you started learning it did you find it difficult to see those pictures or was that something that came pretty easy to you so there's different tarot decks that and the, the one that i started with is a, a marseille tarot deck i have it here and uh, this was a little hard at the beginning to master in fact i didn't go very far with this until much later the one that i found very easy to work with from from the beginning was the uh what is called the rider Waite smith deck by pamela coleman smith uh that was like really really easy to work with and um so sure i memorized the meanings of the cards and uh, this one also has very clear pictures so it's very easy to to read with it um but then something interesting happened a few years ago um i had i had another job and i was very happy with it it was a pretty good job and uh but this it, the tarot thing was kind of like, okay, I'm having basically two full-time jobs and there's only so much time in the day. So I need to pick one thing to do. And uh, I was very happy with the readings, how they were going, but I wasn't really sure that that could become a full-time career. So I, I did a little ritual. I'm very, you know, I, I practice a lot of, uh, you know, magic rituals and things like that. Uh, to see if there was any, actually to ask specifically for a sign if this was something to do full-time or to just, you know, let it be. And uh, the same evening, I was walking in the street here in New York and uh, I ended up by accident in front of the house of a very famous uh, psychic who's now retired, he's very old but back in the day in the 60s and 70s he was all the rage okay and uh and his door opens and he comes out i said did you did you ring the bell i thought no i just walking oh my dog heard something so i thought that person was ringing the bell but you know and we got to talk and uh he invited me in and uh long story short for the next let's say six months or so we had weekly meetings in which he would give me advice, mentorship, but also test me to see how I was doing. <laughs> and uh, and that basically made it was the sign. It was like, wow, this is incredible. So I, I'm just going to head and do it. <laughs> and uh, I haven't looked back since. And it was, it's been very good. <laughs> Well, definitely a sign for sure. That's a big one too, that you get help from like a famous uh, psychic in New York. That's pretty big. Was he, did he know that you had the ability already to do that, I guess? Or did he kind of sense that oh, yeah. in you? Yeah, because the first meeting that we had, so when we were speaking that first night, he said, okay, call me in two weeks and let's see what happens. And then he invited me over again. And, uh, and so we did some readings there and it's like, okay, so we're going to meet again um, next week and then next week and then next week and then next. So it was a continuous test there, but it was like, obviously he saw something because he kept inviting me over <laughs> until the day that I said, okay, just go on your way. <laughs> I have nothing else to tell you. <laughs> That's good. And how did the, um, 
outcome of that happen? Was it a positive outcome that you felt you had the right direction after that? Absolutely. I call that my PhD in tarot reading. So that was an extremely uh, positive experience, definitely. So how do you take that now, the lessons you learned back then to your day-to-day work nowadays? How do you uh, work? Do you work the same way or do you use cards all the time like you did? Or uh, I incorporate a lot of the things that, that we talk about in those sessions. Uh, I think they're very, very valuable. Obviously, the man had uh, a 60-year career, so <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> So yeah, I still use a lot of the subject, the, the, the systems, uh, spreads mainly that, that we talk about. And yeah, I say that a lot of things stuck in my mind uh, during those sessions, yeah. <laughs> Do you still use a lot of his teachings nowadays too? Like, is it, did it stick with you? And is that the way you practice nowadays? Or have you sort of taught yourself yeah. how to do things your own way and use his together or? I think it's, uh, it's both because you can start well i had my previous knowledge that i brought to him and then he kind of like fine-tuned things that needed to be uh redirected or 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 expanded more more than that i think that that's what we can talk about it was expanding um this knowledge and then from there with the daily daily use because i do this every day uh things change a little bit they you know may grow i may add you know more things to it so there is it's it's constantly growing it's uh, it's fascinating yeah i guess you always find new ways of doing things uh different ways of things that work for you right day to day so right 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 absolutely and uh, a lot of it you know i I really trust the cars because sometimes i i want to go in a certain direction and and i see that they don't want to go in the direction so okay all right let's do it your way and then actually that was better so okay <laughs> they show you which way they want to work <laughs> right yeah what are some of those yeah. signs that they show you when you're doing readings for people what are some of the ways they show you what they want to show you well sometimes it happens for example usually people when they come they want to make the best of the time that we have in a session so they come prepared with questions and things that they want to look into but it happens occasionally that somebody comes and say i don't know you just tell me and uh which okay great but i always warn them like you know be prepared because we might dig up something that you're trying to hide <laughs> or don't want to talk about and it's going to come up and we are going to talk about that okay so and and that happens that happens a lot of times sometimes you know there was there was this person actually a friend of mine um i never read for her before so it was just like for for fun uh but uh she was in my house and uh, we, we did a reading and you you know on the surface the happiest person in the world we did a reading and i say you are going through so much pain that is is coming up from this from this aspect of your life this other thing and this other thing and she was like she started crying immediately it's like sorry but <laughs> you can't hide <laughs> you can't hide it <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about um, any experiences that you have with your clients, but let's start with your own personal experiences first. Is there any moments that actually stood out to you when you were starting your journey or just beginning your journey into tarot that really stood out to you as meaningful to you? Like something really happened that really stood out to you when you're starting your journey? Yes. It wasn't exactly when I was starting, but at some point I was uh, doing readings for myself and uh, I kept getting the tower card. And the tower card is pretty dramatic. When it happens, it means that, okay, there's something really wrong that needs to change and when you know something is coming up that it's it's going to be really stressful to deal with but you need to deal with it and i was like what the heck i really don't want to do this <laughs> and um and he kept coming up and coming up and coming up and it's like i'm fairly happy you know there's nothing really wrong or and, and then sure enough sure enough the moment of truth came <laughs> and i had to deal with it and um and after that i never got the tower again so interesting <laughs> so even for your own experience that was telling you something that you maybe didn't want to deal with exactly i was i was trying not to see something and it was right there and uh, yeah until i finally dealt with it <laughs> the tower kept coming <laughs> how did you feel afterwards after you dealt with a situation did you feel that the cards helped push you through it yeah 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 i felt great fantastic yeah so every time also when i have readings you know with people and we get at the tower if i thought look don't don't be scared <laughs> it's gonna be better after this yeah certain cards people look at right away as bad but it's like no it's just like a warning or something you need to watch out for it's not necessarily negative or bad it's just yeah a warning for you like the death card or the tower card yeah it's a moment and once you deal with it then, then it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> but don't hide it because uh, like i put it like this this building is falling down and you try to put a band-aid to keep it up like it's not gonna work <laughs> okay it's telling you that you have to deal with something that's coming up so uh okay can you share any i know they're kind of private at some points but can you kind of share some interesting stories or things that have happened through clients that you've had that maybe are interesting to deal with tarot? Yeah, well, I'm not going to go into specifics, uh, but, uh, you know, also I don't remember the name of this person exactly. So it was a story that, that happened a while back and um, it was maybe one of the first times that I was reading for people that I didn't know and uh, and that I had to give some pretty bad news. So like whatever comes up, I say, I'm, I'm not going to hide anything. So it could be great and it could be really bad. In this case was something that was, you know, not great. And, uh, and this person got really mad at me. It was like really, really upset, like really yelling at me, like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt it. So, <laughs> so, you know, Thank you for what it is, and uh, and, uh, and so I tried to explain that, and uh, but she didn't want to hear it, and uh, so she left. And uh, I think it was two or three weeks later, she calls me. It's like I am so sorry. Whatever you said, but that's exactly what was going on, and I've just found out. <laughs> well, that's the best way to be. Like you can't. Uh, pick and choose what 
messages come through, especially when you're the reader. Like, you can't say, I don't want to tell you something because this part of the card is showing something different, right? You can't do that, really. You have to tell right. everything that's coming through, I think. So I think that's the best way to handle it. Even though it might not be what they want to hear as a sitter, but they might want to hear something different, right? Sometimes you can't avoid. Right. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy sometimes because you can really see the pain in their eyes and like, I'm, I feel for you, but, you know, <laughs> I can't make something happy that is not happening, you know? We're gonna have to to work, work through this, and then eventually find a solution, and then you will be happy. <laughs> but let's not pretend. You know? So in that situation, she at least called you back to tell you what happened, right? So she understood later on what it meant. So yeah, yeah, no, I was very specific with the situation, and uh, so that's why she was so mad. <laughs> uh, but but then you know she kind of like saw that you know. At the end of the day, I was just warning her or something, and uh, that, that was it. You know, I think she came back a few more times um, after that, so she was pretty happy about you know, the whole experience, which is all that matters for me. You know, if it's yeah. helpful, I'm happy. Yeah, you you both have to be happy in the end and make sure that what you re what you're reading for them is accurate and also what they're getting is accurate too so they may not understand it right away but eventually they'll see what the cards mean how do you go through interpreting things that you see so do you use the card solely as the image on the card or do you kind of intuitively um pick up other things as well well mostly the the story that comes up comes up through the cards what what i see there but uh, not only that, because each card has their own meaning, but also the way they interact between themselves. That's that's really the art for reading, because anybody could, can memorize, you know, I mean, you know, it may take a little bit longer for some people or, you know, quicker for others, but <clears throat> the meanings are, the standard meanings are pretty much the same there. So if you have a little bit of memory, you can figure that out. The, re the, the art is to see how they interact with themselves so you can see the story but okay this is happening then this other is happening here and then this is involved and uh, so we can expect this to happen like this but okay so that's that's the story that i tell and then sometimes um there are other things that i if, if i have somebody in person in my office with me uh yes there there might be other aspects that come through uh such as you know i might see different lights or something it's rarely uh noises or sounds it happened i think maybe twice uh, i thought it was interesting uh but sometimes i can see like it's always visual with me so it, with the person so there's there might be other 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 things that come up but but usually when it's in person if it's on on the phone or or, or in video usually i i speak with what the cards are saying yeah, you mostly stick to the message that's coming through the cards then without trying to deviate too much from that. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to I wanna make sure that we have the, make the most of the time, you know, that we have available. Try not to go too far off, <laughs> you know, want to speak to yeah. the man. <laughs> no, I was wondering because sometimes people, 
use their own abilities as well when they do readings, so they tend to pick up intuitive messages from spirit or otherwise, um, not just using the cards. So I just wondered if you pick up spirit messages as well, or is it just tarot strictly? Occasionally, but but only when in person, because for some reason that's that's only when I get them. You know, sometimes it, it happened a few times maybe when I was on the phone, but it's very rare. It's mostly when I'm in person, and. Uh, and and also sometimes if if it's not if it's in a different location i do pick up a lot of the energies of the specific places so sometimes again it's visual i get like a story like that i see in my mind and that is associated with that place so that's uh that's another funny thing that happens sometimes if i'm in a new place like in one of the apartments where where i live uh I kept getting this this image of this girl and this guy, and there were parties happening. And I was like, "Whoa, this what's going on with this place?" And it turned out that actually I did a research on that because I got curious because it kept coming up and said, "Wow, that's you know." And uh, it turned out that this um, advertising executive he had a lover, and the lover le- lived in that apartment, and he would come and have parties with her friends. So it's like. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so everything comes out eventually. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So um where do you see yourself? You said you do this full time now, right? So um yes. is that something you see yourself doing for the rest of your life? That's what you wanna do and you know if tarot's gonna be your full time career then? Well, I think that yeah, unless at some point they show me a different way, but uh, it looks like that we are here <laughs> we're here i'm very happy with this and um i think it's working out very well um so i i think i'll stick with it for as long as i can tell you <laughs> know no that's great if it's working it's working for you so that's wonderful um what would you say to somebody that um likes the idea of doing tarot but isn't sure about getting into it just yet do you have any advice for somebody that wants to learn how to do tarot uh take it slow things will will come up eventually uh, trust the cards don't try to put too much of your own thoughts into it trust what shows up even if it, even if it looks weird or feels weird <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah and uh, it's, it's something that grows over time so there's no like I started two weeks ago and I'm a professional no, that's, unfortunately it doesn't work like that but uh <laughs> but uh and also it requires a lot of discipline so you need to do it every day to really get get like proficient and uh, you know the more you do it the quicker it is to to learn and to to practice yeah for sure practice every day right so yeah i do it every day so yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay wonderful um how would people get a hold of you if they're interested in contacting you for a reading or finding out more about you? Sure. I am on my website, tarornewyork.com. There's uh, information on how to book a session. There's a nice page there that gives options for in-person, phone sessions, video sessions. I have clients all over the world. You know, sometimes, you know, I've got people from Asia. The, the time can be a little hard to... <laughs> with the time zones but uh, but we kind of make it happen and you know it's been working fine so it's uh it's very efficient like that and um uh also sometimes i do readings in um in locations in the city 
uh, or sometimes when I travel. And uh, for example, tomorrow I'm going to be do, on Fridays, usually Friday afternoon, I do readings at a, at a sober bar. It's, that's interesting. It's the only sober bar in New York City. It's called Ticate. And I, I'm there from 12 to 5, and it's a nice, cozy place. So people can come over and get a reading there in a very relaxed environment, get a tea or a, you know something to drink and have a reading. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, Tarot of New York, and uh, in Instagram, I post, you know, if I go somewhere, somewhere special to do readings, I, I put it there so people can meet me if they want to, so it's uh, interesting. Or if I find interesting things that, that happen related to tarot, I'll post them there. Okay, sounds wonderful. Sounds exciting. At least you get to go and meet people and do that in person as well, so they get to meet you too, so. Right, right, right. Well, thank you very much, Francesco. I appreciate you coming on to talk about what you do in tarot and learning a little bit about your practice there in New York, especially. So uh, thank you for being on Haunting Live. Thank you so much. And uh, I wanted to point out for the, the listeners of, of your show, the show, there is, a, I'm going to offer a special code for when they book, if they want to book a session with me. It's going to be podcast 23. And they can get a you know a VIP rate you know a little discount that they can enjoy. So, okay, yeah. wonderful. I appreciate that. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that and check you out as well. And uh, we'll have that code in the description below for them to check out. So, thank you so much for that. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Miss one of our episodes? Replay your episodes on Rhode Island Broadcasting, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. EST. Show your support for Haunting Live by supporting our broadcast partner, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Find them on YouTube. The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.